You're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, changing rock history one podcast at a time. Moms and dads, boys and girls, and children of all ages, welcome back to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. I am your ring master, your host, your master of ceremonies, if you will, for this wonderful hour that we call the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, where we bring you great, amazing, incredible insight into the most burning questions that you have about hard rock, heavy metal, punk rock, alternative rock, and anything with rock. In it. That's pretty much it. If you want to find out more, go to LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. Download. Uh, well, there's nothing really to download there, but you can join our inner circle group where uh, you will hear us mixing it up with people live uh, on the show today. And that's what that's all about. You can find out about that there. You can get our YouTube archive as well as all of our back interviews. <clears throat> we may be doing interviews in the future if I can get thing, get people to actually come on the show and hang out and not just want to play an interview. But we are working on that. So check all that out at LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com, WolfsCustoms.online. You want to go there because they have some uh, amazing work that they do on musical instruments. You're doing like great uh, custom finishes, stuff that uh, you're not going to see anywhere else. You're not going to get that guitar back and have the next guy standing next to you look just like it. It's very, If you want a very cool stuff, you're a discerning musician, you want your, your musical instrument to have its own look, its own character, check them out, WolfsCustoms.online. Online, talk to Chris Thunderwolf Dodson, tell him Ludini sent you. And one more thing, we have a piece of business we've got to take care of before we get into the show, and that is rockrageradio.com. You want to download the app there, it is totally free, and you can hear great music programming 24 7, 365 and a quarter. So check it out. There's uh, tons of great shows like the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, as well as Hot Licks with Lily Six. And speaking of Hot Licks, we have the God. lick mistress herself. <laughs> There's the licks, a new one. The, wow. the, 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 the lickstress. The lickstress. Oh, what's up, guys? <laughs> wow. Lily V6. Hell. Lily V6, what is going Lily V6 always does these really interesting things on the weekend. So we <laughs> haven't talked before the show. So. We're going to find out, did you do like anything crazy this weekend? Um, nothing crazy. I did go to a show at Brandy's Basement in Irwin. Uh, it was The Perishables, the band Anna, and uh, Anxiety at Best. It was a really great show. It was a mix of different genres. Like it, I was hearing rock and metal and surf music, and it was just a whole bunch of fun. What's, what's the name of the place? Uh, Brandy's Basement. And what's that like? Um, it's literally a basement, but they do wow. have a really nice stage area. Uh, there's a nice dance floor. Then there's an upper area where you can sit with tables and everything. They have really great food. There's an Italian restaurant upstairs. And where is it again? Bar. Irwin. It's, a, it's in Irwin, yeah. Ah. And there's a nice little bar you can What's sit at. What's the name of it again? Brandy's Basement. Brandy's What's it like? Basement. <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah. And we also have the, yeah. the incomparable, the irreplaceable, hey. the undeniable what? Mr. Pittsburgh. Mr. That's Pittsburgh, hey. what's going on? How you doing in that, everybody? How you doing? Would you do anything back. fun? What's going on? I sure did. I changed jobs. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you so went very, from, very happy. So, so, I went, so I, you went from what? What? I went rocket from a, science to, yeah. uh, to astronaut. Uh, we, what? Ass mm. what? 
<laughs> Astronauts. Afronauts. Stop. Um, That's no, why no, your I, afro is so I, big. I left. He, uh, he goes to space. <laughs> I go to space. All right. Yeah, I left one restaurant, a uh, big corporate restaurant that uh, just was not treating me well, and ended up going to literally a mom and pop's place that I think I'm going to really enjoy working at. So I'm, I'm kind of happy here. Good stuff. Your money says so. <laughs> Congrats, yo. Thank you. Thank well, you. Congratulations on <laughs> that. Um, I hired uh, somebody who did the exact same thing. She came from a corporate thing to mm-hmm. our thing. And every time I say, well, you know, this and that, she's like, really? <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> so, yeah, it's a totally different way of doing things yeah. when you go from corporate to uh, sort of family owned or small yes. business. It's always, almost always better. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Anyway, so that's cool, Mr. Pittsburgh. I'm yes. Congratulations. Do you want to say where you're working or you don't yeah, want to Yeah, yeah, sure. So uh, this place is in Bethel Park, Pennsylvania on South Park Road. It literally is called Mom and Pop's Country Kitchen. I love it. And he, somebody ate there recently, didn't I they? I ate there and yeah. I went Saturday morning and had breakfast with my mom. Yeah. Ooh, and we nice. absolutely loved yeah. it. It was so good. I, I, would, I, would I need to go there. on Google. <laughs> I need to go on Google and give them a good review. Please do. Yeah. Uh, they, but it was so good. And in the plate, we pulled up, man. People were parking oh, like yeah. in the grass on the median and everything. <laughs> yeah. because, and so we thought, man, are we going to get like seated? But they got us in pretty Next, quick. Yeah. Nice. Just mention my name from now on. And um, <laughs> the food was very good. Um, yeah. The only thing was, we were like, I, I've been driving by there my whole life. I never saw that place. Yeah. There's one small sign in the window. Right. And she was telling us that the landlord won't let them put like a big. That's actually my new job. I'm a sandwich board guy. I oh, stand, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's all oh, I wear, boy. by the way. Oh. I mean, it's it's going to be good. rough during winter. But <laughs> trust me, people will notice. <laughs> Did she, speaking of sandwich boards. <laughs> oh, God. Do you remember that scene <clears throat> in the third Die Hard movie? Yes. With, <laughs> with Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, man. That's so wow. good. Yeah, hopefully Listen, we'll that tell you, I, we can't, so we can't say That won't happen to me. That's hopefully. not my bag. Sorry, no, guys. Sorry. But you'll love it. Let me tell you, but okay. you'll think it's funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> it is a funny scene. Yes. Um, so, cool, 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 yes. cool, cool, cool. Um, Lily, I, and I know we usually kind of get to this at the end, but I'm kind of in the market for weekend activity coming up this weekend. Um, oh. So is there any shows or anything that you would recommend? Well, the one show that I would recommend but is sold out is Wasp on Sunday oh, at the Palace. Wow. That's definitely something that I'm doing. Um, nice. uh, Led Smith is actually coming oh. up on the 16th, though. They're a Led Zeppelin uh, Aerosmith tribute band. Mm-hmm. Very cool band. I've seen them before. It's Led actually the guys Smith. from Bonneville, so you know them. Um, and that's going to be where? That's at Jurgles on the 16th. Mm-hmm. It's a really good show. Sissy and I went last time they were here. They, it's phenomenal the way he can just transition from that's Steven cool. Tyler to Robert Plant. Like, it's nothing. Nice. You could, well, when we saw Bonneville, you could tell that, like, that's oh, their, yeah. that's that's their, their stuff for that's sure. That's what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Really great. And then I'm going to go see Amon Amarth in a couple of weeks. It's actually a really busy November <laughs> for me. So I have a lot of shows coming up. So it'll be more exciting to hear I, I my want, stories. I want you to th- guys to think about something while we talk. Okay. And then I want to kind of get back to this after we go through the subject. Because I don't want to hold this up. I don't want to hold up this, the uh, podcast for this. But what are we... All these bands are on their like final tours. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> so right? what are we going to do? I know. We're going to die. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
I, I think about I'm just kind of wondering like what's going to replace it like what you know Who? what kind of thing will happen I have an answer for you what? Oh, no. that answer comes from Gene Simmons Simmons <laughs> himself Simmons Simmons Swirl Crunch Gene himself Cinnamon Swirl Crunch it's going to be franchise bands so keep <laughs> keep <laughs> oh, wow come on Bones I'm trying my hardest over here I have to be I have to be honest with you I'm going to be totally honest if, if, if people continue with the mindset we have he's absolutely right I could totally see. look what Foreigner's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mick Jones comes out and plays half of one song and nobody even knows who he is. <laughs> That's so sad. You know, there's personally no original members yeah. um, in, in that band. But um, I have an interesting, uh, I I'm almost can't wait for my new and notable because I found this song mm. by this guy yes. who we haven't heard from in many, many years. And um, you know how Robert Plant has made the best of what he's got. Yeah. Like, yeah. He doesn't try to be mm-hmm. the 60s, 70s Robert Plant. He's the 2022 Robert Plant. You right. know what I mean? He takes whatever he's got and he that he does, you know, he makes the most of it. He sounds really sure. good. Mm-hmm. That yes. is exactly what this gentleman is doing too. And it's like, dang. You're like, <laughs> I don't know if it's great or not, but like I really respect like what he's doing. So we're going to talk about that later. So let's go ahead. We're going to be talking. We're talking about our Mount Rushmore yeah. mm-hmm. of um, rock. Yeah. Now this is if this goes well, there you you can probably expect a Mount Rushmore of glam metal, oh. a Mount Rushmore of. Uh, Thrash, uh-huh. Mount Rushmore of seventies, sure. Mount Rushmore, I see of where you doing? Eighties, yeah, top forty. Yes. You know, all like, the things. Like we could like carry this on as a series. Okay. That would be just, fun. Just, yeah. just, just yeah. you know, maybe every few months revisit this idea and have some fun with it. But uh, what I want to do is before we get completely into, let's talk about what Mount Rushmore is. Now, there are people I know that are not in the United States that may not know what Mount Rushmore is. There are people in the United States. That Truth. Know. I would highly recommend the movie North by Northwest. <laughs> yes. Um, it, it features Mount Rushmore heavily in it, and it's also a great movie. <clears throat> But Mount 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 Mushmore, Mount Mushmore. Mushmore. I like that. (laughs) Mount Rushmore is in South. Drink to that. Is in South Dakota. It's a giant mountain that was carved with the busts or heads of our biggest like rock stars of the founding of our country. Like each one of these guys marks some big change in in what we arrived at as a nation George Washington Thomas Jefferson uh, Theodore Roosevelt Teddy Roosevelt and Abraham Lincoln right and they all presided over really important times and while they the effects of their with their actions are felt not only nationwide but I mean in the sense that the United States is you know you know a world power you know worldwide mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the broader mm-hmm. sense so Picking the Mount Rushmore of rock, we need to kind of keep in mind what Mount Rushmore means. And I mean, this is like, these are the, we want to pick the artists and the bands that really, you know, laid out what it was going to be for everybody else going down the road. The bands that to this day, you can go like, oh yeah, I can hear they're playing, oh, I can hear they're influenced by, oh yeah, I can Mm -hmm. hear, you know, whatever. Um, So that's where we want, where we want to go. We're going to break it up. We're going to do artists first 
Mm-hmm. And then we're going to do uh, bands. Bands. Yeah, bands. That's a good thing I'm here. And I have to say, I am still compl- not completely decided on my bands. Uh-huh. My artists, my artists were hard arrived at. I won't. I don't want to say I, I. I put any of these folks down lightly. I was like, it was. A, I put a lot of deliberation into um, this process because I wanted to talk about the guys that I thought was really important. So I am, uh, as always, though, we are going to start with Lily. So always. Lily, go ahead. <laughs> what are, are, are we, we doing the individuals first? We're going to do yes. the individuals Individual. first. Okay. Just give us one. Okay. And like, and please say like why you okay. think. Ooh, Don't just right. say somebody's name. Joe Schmo. Oh, he's one. Oh, I don't know him. Um, anyway, I chose Freddie Mercury as one of my oh. picks for the individuals. Um, he is like one of the greatest singers in rock and roll. He had such a unique voice. He could have the four octave vocal range. I mean, he was just amazing and uh, very flamboyant and fun on stage. And he commanded the audience. So that is why he's one of my picks. That's fantastic. That's a good one. Thank you. That's a good one. <laughs> Dawson Gordon and Nanya. What? Wow. <laughs> Oh, now wow. I'm afraid, and I'm going to sit over here. Don't, don't. Uh, <laughs> Lou will be like, <laughs> you said it, Bones. Lou will be like Lincoln over there by himself. Right? Yeah. <laughs> With now we understand the other guys. <laughs> I've been thinking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, okay, good pick, Miss Lily yes. V. Lily V. Yes. Six is coming out swinging with Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Mercury. 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 Yeah, I like the way you spell <laughs> What do you got, Mr. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so my first one, and you may have uh, this fella on your list, uh, and that would be the comp- un- incomparable, the man who changed, again, the way we looked at guitars, and that would be Mr. Edward Van Halen. Uh, Eddie... <laughs> So, and, and I don't think, well, maybe it is just because we grew up in that era and that's what we grew up listening to. But man, when when Eddie came on the scene and an eruption hit the airwaves, it was like nothing we had heard or seen since somebody else, which we'll discuss later. Yep, yep, yes. But, yes. and, and, and you know what? When I, I, you, I, I'm, and, and I'm, I'm being an asshole. Good. Why are you being an asshole? I know because I was born that way. <laughs> Okay, lady. I didn't work. I did. Oh, yeah. I was born an asshole. Yeah, and I, but I, but I'm still working on it my whole life. So that's both. great. Well, you've got both. a lot of that's very. Good. I mean, I figured like so. I should take my talent, you know, yes. and expand on it. I think you are absolutely correct. <laughs> my assholery should As- no As- no As- bounds, Mr. Pittsburgh. <laughs> right on. Continue. Mama. I'm sorry, Mr. That's Edward fine. Van Halen. Yes, Edward Van Halen. Uh, the, this guy like changed the whole uh, way we looked at guitars to the point where. If you listen to some heart songs, you're going to hear some hammer and hammer-ons and pull-aways, you know? Uh, the, the song from Flashdance mm. has some Eddie Van Halen influences. Uh, it was a maniac. That's that's from a movie. It's kind of a, kind of a disco-y kind of, you know, and there he is. So uh, that is my first pick, Mr. Edward Van Halen. <laughs> Edward Van Halen is most certainly on my list, and I'm just going to go ahead and talk about him. Sure. Um, and when you hear the other picks on my list, you're going to go like, I promise you it's not all like long-haired metal guys. Uh-huh. I promise you it's not. It's not all, not prog guys. You're going to, when you, I think it's just solid picks. Um, <laughs> but Edward Van Halen is on my list for all the reasons that Mr. Pittsburgh mentioned, as well as the fact that whether you like Van Halen, if you're a guitar player, whether you like Van Halen or not, you're influenced by Van Halen. I'm sorry, you yes. absolutely are. Do you have 
have you ever heard something called the guitar players? Everybody else, you can like go have a cup of coffee. You know what high gain is? <laughs> there was no such thing as high gain until Edward Van Halen invented it. <laughs> All right, the tube screamer is not high gain. I'm sorry, Rongo Mongo. He invented high gain. High gain is the reason you have everything that came out. High gain is the reason you have Motley Crue and Metallica and Pantera and Zach Wild and System of a Down and Nickelback and every band that plays the big chunky rock and roll guitar. That is Van Halen. You would do not have that without Van Halen. Sorry, game over. Okay. <laughs> and on top of that, the Floyd Rose tremolo system oh. is became ubiquitous through the 80s. And guess what? There's a resurgence of it. Even Paul Reed Smith, who swore he would never put a fucking Floyd Rose on any of his goddamn guitars, has a line of guitars with a Floyd Rose on so it. he's a okay? dirty liar. Yes. Eddie Van fucking Halen. He <laughs> is, he is in many ways, king of king and lord of lords of guitar. <laughs> While no, I'm not saying he's the greatest guitarist that ever lived. I'm not saying that, no. but I'm talking I'm talking about influential. There's mm -hmm. probably some kid over here on uh, Gladden playing mm -hmm. in his basement that smokes Eddie Van Halen, but he's in his basement over on Gladden Avenue. He's not changing the world. Eddie Van Halen right. changed the fucking world yeah, yeah. because of Eddie Van Halen. You have so much things that you don't even realize you had. He also invented a bunch of other things. I mean, he has his own amplifier that is highly regarded by guitar players. And, you know, a lot of guys feel like their studio isn't complete unless they have a, a 5150 amplifier. Just recording techniques. In many ways, he is this kind of second coming of Les Paul in a way. Yeah. With all the yeah. sort of inventions and everything that he did and wrote some of the most insanely iconic riffs. We mm -hmm. forget that. See. We totally forget that like, you know, come on, right here, right here, right here. Do I'm, it, Lou. I'm just going to do one. He can't even help himself. I, I, I know. It, please, you know, please. You know, if this, if this was all he ever did, you know, I can't play it. That's see, see how good Ed was. There it is. There it is. Listen to that. I destroyed it. Yeah, I ruined it's it. okay. But if you guys get the point, you know Eddie's riffs are you know his riffs are as iconic as Jimmy Page's riffs or Tony mm -hmm. Iommi's riffs or um, Richie Blackmore's riffs. Sure. I mean, just maybe even more. Yeah, because it's just a, a a massive impact that Van Halen, Eddie's Van Halen specifically, had on the guitar, the music business, everything. Just just absolutely amazing musician and um, why hi, highly influential. I don't think I really I think I've said everything I can say about it. Pretty no. yes, if you don't you, if you don't you, get my point, then you know what you can do with yourself. <laughs> so anyway, Lily V6, know. what you got? What's oh on your next, goodness. What's the next one? Next on my list is Jimi Hendrix. Ooh. He only had a four-year career span, yet he was one of the most influential guitarists of all time, of all popular music of all time. Mm -hmm. um, also one of the most celebrated. He, If you don't know anything he does, that's just sad. You can go hide under yeah. the rock you came from. You know what you can do with yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame described him as argue, arguably the greatest instrumentalist in the history of rock music. He, he's, and he was a great showman as well, which is a, a big 
part of why I chose a lot he, of the guys. He came by it legitimately. Yeah. He, was in, he was in Little Richard's band. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Little Richard. There's a story about Little Richard chewing his ass out because he was upstaging him. <laughs> yeah, there's a story about that. I can't remember. I can't remember. We told it once, wow. but I can't remember all the ins and outs of it. <laughs> I, I think it might have been Springsteen said that like he was backstage and he wanted to go. Might it was Springsteen. Who? What? No. No, 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 no. It was... Um, it was one of the guys in Cream. It was e- it was either Ginger Baker or Jack Bruce or one, mm-hmm. one of those guys said that they had gone to see Little Richard and like Jimmy <laughs> was amazing. And so he wanted to go backstage and meet Jimmy and he says, he says there was a scuffle backstage and it was Little Richard like screaming at Jimmy Hendrix <laughs> oh telling God. him like, don't you ever upstage me again. You know, I am Wow. It just comes naturally, man. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you can't, you know, this little light of mine, right? <laughs> so so what do you got, Mr. Pittsburgh? So we had talked about this uh, when we were uh, discussing this topic, that we're going to overlap. And when we overlap, those people that overlap m- will become the Ludini... Rock and Roll Circus. Rock and Roll Circus, right? <laughs> Mount Rushmore. And so I'm going to overlap with my good friend here and say Jimi Hendrix. Nice. And tell you how I heard... Now, I had known, growing up as a kid... You know, I think I got my first real six train, bought it from J.C. Penny in 79. And uh, so <laughs> I was at the five and dime. No, it was J.C. Penny. In the I summer of 69. Factually uh, accurate. <laughs> summer of 69. Clink to that, huh? <laughs> but, um, but I remember like trying to, and this is long before YouTube or any of these things where you could bl- learn. You know, you had Mel Bay. What the fuck am I going to do with when the saints go the marching little brown in, right? jug <laughs> and i'm in my i'm in my bedroom and i've got this little black and white tv wait a minute where's this going and and i was watching some videos <laughs> i don't even know what the tv show was but they brought up jimmy hendrix it's the first time i'd actually seen any kind of footage of jimmy cuz he's he's gone by this point and it was one of the festivals he was doing and he gets up there and i'm just watching this tv going how how is he? T- He's like barely touching the guitar, mm. yet all of these like wonderful sounds are coming out. And I'm like, wow, it really inspired me. Uh, so my next pick is Lily's last pick, <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> Hendrix. Jimmy Hendrix. <laughs> yes, oh, dear yes. Lord. <laughs> Help us all. <laughs> <laughs> the Afro with the Momo. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I just made it oh up. Oh, my. Uh, Jimi Hendrix is on my list as well. Yeah. So there it is. I don't think you... I mean, like, any res- self-respecting person would have Jimi Hendrix on this fucking list. Um, <laughs> uh, for all the reasons these guys said, great songwriter as well. Mm-hmm. Great interpreter. Like, you know, he does a Bob Dylan song. Like, yeah, how they say, You know, his version, though, is like... A lot of people have done all along the Watchtower... Hendrix's version, you mm-hmm. always get compared to Hendrix's version. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's just... That's the standard. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, the standard. Yeah. Um, he is, I would say, Eddie Van Halen is the second most influential guitarist of right. all time. Jimi Hendrix is, is the first. Definitely. The first. Yes. Um, Hendrix just, I mean, you know, Eddie Van Halen, high gain, Hendrix fuzz. Like, real, like yes, I know Keith Richards used the fuzz on the um, Satisfaction. Satisfaction song. yeah. But the guy who really made everybody want to buy a fuzz pedal 
<laughs> was Jim, was Jimi Hendrix and mm-hmm. the what he could do and all the sounds he could make. And to this day, there's speculation about exactly what he was doing. Was he really doing this or was he really doing this? Because some of the sounds he got, people still don't really understand. He would, you know, everybody would go home. Uh, and this is... <laughs> The other guys in the experience, they were not happy about this, but Hendrix would replay their parts. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, to his oh, liking, yeah. he, in, in a lot of ways, is like uh, uh, Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm. who plays all the instruments, Prince. Right. You know, these guys yeah. right. go in and just can play. Even Dave Grohl, right. you know, does, has done has that gone back as well. Done it, yeah. So, just. <laughs> disgustingly and and like real forward thinking wanted to do stuff with the studio and tape and things that like nobody had really ever thought to do again kind of like Les Paul he like you could tell he mm-hmm. likes to tinker right mm-hmm. right you know boys always played and I'm getting in trouble but like I'm old fashioned I'm in my 50s so you have to give me this one yeah. the boys what did we like we liked the rector set we liked the legos sure. we liked the uh, the the, the, um, log. the, the just yeah, a the, single um, log. What was that? Tinker Toys? Tinker Toys? Oh, yeah, Tinker Toys, too. So, like, anything where we could build stuff or make things. And why should a musician be any different? Right. You know, there's a, and these aren't the only, there's a lot of guitar players when you, this would be a fun podcast, it would be like six people would listen. But, the, you know, the top ten tinker guitarists, guys that, like, right, played right. around with the, uh-huh. you know, all the, you know, tweaking this around until it was all screwed up and then they would redo it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's a that's a thing, and Hendrix really kind of like, got that you know, going. yeah, he kind of got that going. Yeah, you know, you had to play around with you. Take this neck off and put that. There's a uh, uh, five watt world that just came out this week. I should have this on my YouTube moment where it's about the Black Strat David Gilmore. Oh yeah, yeah. And <laughs> you know, there's a good example. David Gilmore's the same kind of. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. take this. I'll put these pickups in here. You know, and before you know what you know what the fuck you got. Um, <laughs> But that that is part of the fun of guitar, and Hendrix really kind of like got that going for people. But his music, I mean, John Mayer is trying to be Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're all like to this day. I mean, all these years later, you got guys that are like big pop stars that right. like know Jimmy. He's the man. Yeah. So so in terms of like that, just sheer talent, but also this staying power and this ability to influence across uh, genres and generations is like really puts him uh, on the on the list for me. So go. yeah, Good. so we're having fun. This is cool. What do you got, Lily? I like it. Next on my list is John Bottom. And there is not one drummer personally that I know who does not cite this guy as an influence in their life. All the drummers I know love John Bonham. If it's not John Bonham, it's Neil Peart, but I don't have him on my list. Um, He's known for speed, power, the um, single-footed kick drumming. Mm. Um, He had a distinctive sound, and he was just insane on the stage. So that's my pick because of all of that. When, more, uh, when when people started sampling, <laughs> drum, figure out how to sample uh, sounds. Mm-hmm. One of the things they did was sample John Bonham's drums, specifically his snare. And there was an article in Musician Magazine in like 1984 about like how many records John Bonham is still playing. On. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, in terms of, I wasn't thinking. In this, in that, in your, in the way you were thinking about this topic, mm-hmm. but that is that is a totally legitimate. I could totally see, you know, him being on the Mount Rushmore of rock. Just, I mean, like, there's 
Actually, I just did the same thing. (laughs) Insanely influential, more approachable than Neil Peart. Mm-hmm. Neil Peart's like like nipping at his heels, yeah. But but John's just like he's more approachable in terms of the fact that what he does works in more contexts, mm-hmm. right? You know. But uh, yeah, I think that's a great pick, Cole. Lily, Cole, what do you got, Mister Pittsburgh? Well, I hate to copy people, but uh, you know, I was thinking about drummers, and I'm like thinking, well, okay, I'm I didn't a rush think you fan. Put drummers on here. It's a good point. You guys are good. I didn't think about it. I picked yeah, one of each yeah. actually. Yeah, that's what I tried to do too. Uh, I don't have a vocalist though. Uh, but I'm like, you know what? Uh, yeah, I love Neil. Neil's what are you like cheering, cheersing yourself over there? Cheersing, cheersing yourself, Atta boy. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'm not going to pick Neil because that's kind of a you know the, people expect that. I'm like, all right, who else has something that like their drumming just reaches out and grabs you? And it was John, John Bonham. I'm going to have to go with John Bonham myself. Okay, Mr. Pittsburgh. Oh, I already, he already did. That's what he already knew. He already knew. You knew. You know me so well. There you go. <laughs> All right. Yes, yes. My next one is not John Bonham. No? But I but I, I will, when we try to do our Mount Rushmore as a group, mm-hmm. I will try to concede. I could, could totally concede one of mine for John Bonham. Okay. Absolutely. I think that's a great <laughs> pick. Okay. Sure. Mine is a different man named John. Oh, oh. Well, oh, of course, yes. John Lennon. That's a, that makes a lot of sense. Yes. <laughs> what I was thinking of in more now, I just kind of Hendrix kind of screws it up. But I was thinking of guys from different eras, mm-hmm. okay, and not so much so not not so much different instruments or whatever. But of course, John Lennon, the fucking Beatles. Like there has to be yeah. a Beatle on the list. Yeah, you know. Um, I actually my first thing was going to have John Lennon and Paul McCartney mm-hmm. on it together. Uh-huh. Uh, but then, like, it becomes like, you know, you know what I'm saying? We're going to be talking about something. Oh, I can't wait to tell you guys. I have so much, I have something really good to tell you guys later about upcoming podcasts. <laughs> nice. Oh, this is going to fuck you, your minds. Really? Your minds are going to, you guys out there in podcast land, your minds are going to explode Strapping. when you hear about this podcast we're going to do. Anyways, but uh, I, John Lennon, The Beatles, just the um, amazing songwriter. It's a great singer in his own right. Uh, just a great musician. I mean, John fucking Lennon. Yes. I don't know if I even need yes. to justify that, it. Probably God, not. Say anything, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I just felt like there's no way we can do this without having a Beatle on it on the <laughs> mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. So uh, okay, uh, Lily's got. We're now okay. We're to, over to number four. Last one. Number so uh, this That's is my me. bass player because I I picked one. From each instrument, and you're on me right now. Oh, okay. that's okay. That's um, now this one, right. I don't know. I I picked it because I feel like he's a very influential bass player. I think he's amazing. Is Billy Sheehan? Oh, um, he's been with Steve Vitalis, David Lee Roth, Mr. Big, the Winery Dogs, Niacin. He's been bass player for several bands. He's fantastic. He's known for, um. His lead bass playing style, the cording, two-handed tapping, three-finger picking, technique, and controlled feedback. Um, and he's been voted the best bass player by several magazines yeah. several years in a row. And I just think he's fantastic. I got to see him live twice. Nice. I'd like to see him live some more. But so I, I, think... I saw him live twice, too. Nice. So I, I saw him with Mr. Big and with the Winery Dogs. Mr. Big and I saw him with Hellas. Okay. So I was very lucky in that. So he's oh, my bass player nice. on my. I um, I think I, th- I think Billy Sheen's amazing. I disagree with him as being on the Mount Rushmore of rock, but I think he's an amazing right. musician. Okay. Absolutely, I sure. wouldn't put I wouldn't put him up there. Like you got to think okay. who's on who's on Mount Rushmore. I know George but I think Washington, he's... like really important dudes. There's a lot of bass players I, just, I don't like. 
<laughs> you know, so I would, I would, I don't know if I would. It's all good. I mean, I would, fuck the bass, man. God damn it. Why do I put goddamn bass guitar? I'm just kidding. Well, Love because they guitar. need I'm to jagging. be on I'm just jab- jagging you guys. Jag I'm jagging your wires. Well, you now. know who I'm going to pick if we do hair metal. Okay, what do you have? <laughs> well, Lily and I share the same brain. We were kind of almost, I don't have a vocalist, but I, 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 I was kind of trying to build my own band. Kind of. Uh, <laughs> well, Hendrix sings. Huh? Hendrix sings. Sure he does. He could sing in his band. That's true. There you go. Um... So I was thinking of bass players for my last one, and I'm like, man, there's so many. You've got Chris Squire, you've got uh, Jocko, you've got, but I have, and I'm sorry, I know, I know this is going to be, you're going to be like, oh, of course, Kevin picks this guy. Getty Lee. I knew you were going to pick yeah, that. Yeah, Getty Lee. Getty Lee, <laughs> uh, just the way he, it's like all over that bass. He's too ugly. That's why I didn't pick him. His, his mom. His mom thinks he's quite handsome. Well, she so do a lot so. of guys' moms. Wow. All right. But uh, yeah, Getty, Getty was actually a big influence in the way I play. I would learn to like do these little fills, and I'm like, oh, that's how Getty gets. All right. I get it. I get it. So that is going to be my last pick for individual on the Mount Rushmore. Getty Lee. Lou, it's your turn. Slowly's turn. Okay, well, this last one was a toss-up between two people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I really was like Elvis. Like, we got to have Elvis on this. We absolutely have to have Elvis. But I thought, you know, I have been saying for years that the real king of rock and roll is Chuck Berry. That is true. And so Chuck that Berry is, there you go. is my man. I'm going to have to agree with you there. Chuck Berry. He was on my second because I do have a second one. Individual artist list too. Wow, look at you. Oh, podcast. But I just think that like you gotta. I mean, everybody did the songwriting. Mm-hmm. The the in we. I just rewatched Hail Hail Rock and Roll uh, about a month or so did ago. Did you? Yeah. And the where Springsteen talks about his songwriting. Yeah, Chuck, you know, man. I played for Chuck Berry. Yeah. Man. <laughs> What was that like, Grandpa? Yeah, pretty cool, man. I remember that. But he, he talks about um, this some of the some of Chuck's lyrics, and he talk. I guess it's Chuck has a lyric where he references a coffee-colored Cadillac, and he said, "Oh man!" And Springsteen says, "I never saw a coffee-colored Cadillac, but I know exactly, exactly what, what one it looks, looks like. like." Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just like he's a just a great um, musician, it, like we don't have Hendrix and Eddie Van Halen, and we don't have John Lennon. Without Chuck Berry, right. I mean, Chuck, I mean John right. Lennon. My God, we don't have he was a lot a of huge, people. <laughs> he was a huge, hugely influenced by Chuck Berry. I mean, he Very loved so, Chuck yeah. Berry, yeah. loved him. That was like he loved you know, them they, a long time. The Beatles like covered Chuck Berry. They got sued by Chuck Berry, <laughs> and they, they still care. loved them. They still didn't care. Yeah, Chuck, <laughs> Keith Richards got punched in the face by Chuck Berry. Right, still loved didn't him. care. Yeah, made a movie about him. Yeah, exactly. um, so I think that uh, we have a stiff competition here (laughs) but let's go with podcast so we we could jimmy hendrix right away yeah yeah we i mean eddie van halen i believe would have to go on there too yeah yeah (laughs) let's just be real (laughs) eduardo eduardo venice halenus i know it's not evenly distributed yeah yeah, you know what I mean. Um, 
so now we have two guitar players, but I mean, Jesus, I mean, these, it's you, okay. You know, I mean, you gotta have, there's they, no rules at Ludini <laughs> Rock and Roll Circus, man. I will concede at J- John Bonham. Because like him? like I mean oh you to get him in yeah I will get okay. him in I will give give up right. one of mine to get him in but <laughs> okay. I mean like you really you know the drum what can you say about the I mean you have we have representing guitars the drums are really just like we said so many uh, drummers are influenced by I mean there are, is there any well I'm sure there's drummers out there that don't like John Bonham you know there's bass players that don't like Geddy Lee there's guitar players that don't like Eddie Van Halen that's true true you know Jeff Mazzy. <laughs> we're not naming any names though <laughs> so we're gonna put John is all our right. third John alright now if I had to choose a fourth it'd be Chuck but that's just me wow okay <laughs> yeah cause there's some really good ones here mm-hmm. well I, since you're choosing Chuck I'm choosing Chuck I was, I was thought it was a toss up between John Lennon and Chuck Berry it's sad that we don't have a Beatle but well, there's there's still the the band. Well, wait Russia, a minute. Right? Rock and roll is essentially an American art form. Well, oh. John Bonham's British. Yeah. yeah. Oh. All right. I see what you were trying to do there. Though. Yeah, but no, John <laughs> Bonham's British. I thought for a second we had all Americans. We don't. <laughs> Mr. Chairman, the great state of confusion <laughs> will also vote for Chuck Berry. <laughs> okay. I'm going to vote it for is. Chuck also. Chuck it is. All right, Chuck. Of course, now... Uh, we have to pay the Chuck Berry estate because that's how he rolls. <laughs> if, if you want me to be on your Mount Rushmore. Oh, $50,000 in a brown paper bag. In the documentary about that movie oh, God, is, that is, 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 is just as entertaining as the movie. Yeah. yeah. Because they tell all these stories about how they Behind had to the work scenes, with Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the things was like they had negotiated like a, um you know monies and everything for him and he was going to get points and everything but he would not come to the set until a, a, a paper bag full of cash yeah. was delivered to his trailer that's yeah. so funny yep. they I were like it. chuck like you're going to get you already no, have I'm you sorry been... no. i don't you know this is how he works it's not wrong <laughs> if you want me to play you got to pay it's all about the money honey and that is a quote from chuck it's all about the money honey God bless. Him. If you've never seen Hail Hail Rock and you Roll, you should, you should watch it. Yeah. It's fun. It's really it's a, it's a fun movie. So um, I think there we go. Nice. And boom goes the dynamite on the autists. Now yes. we're gonna jump into bands. Oh, here we go. And um, again, yes, we nice. want to just keep in mind, like, who are these? Who are the bands that, like, wow, everybody, you, you know, whether you love them or hate them, really they just changed everything right. so right. alright so we'll start again with Miss Lily I couldn't fight this one It my pick is the Beatles <clears throat> um, they are one of the most influential bands in rock and roll starting yes. in the 60s they are even influential in their clothing their hairstyles mm-hmm. um, they dabbled in all kinds of uh, styles folk Indian psychedelia hard rock traditional pop music um, Pioneers in recording, songwriting, artistic mm-hmm. presentation. They they revolutionized even music videos. So right. they are all around. You take a song like Helter Skelter. Mm-hmm. Is it, I mean, metal bands cover that. I right. Mean, that's, you yes. Know, and, and, and the way it's done with that 
type of vocal and the really right. kind of cranked up guitars and everything. It is the kind of beginning of heavy rock mm-hmm. right there, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's hundreds of bands that cite them as an influence. Hundreds. And, and again, this is one of those bands that, like, even if you say, oh, I hate the Beatles, right? You're you can't star, deny you it. Every, yeah. no, everybody's influenced by the Beatles. That's right. Just like, suck it up, buttercup. Yeah, buttercup. Just like y'all's influenced by Chuck Berry, Jimi mm-hmm. Hendrix, and Eddie Van Halen, whether you like it or not. That's right. The Be- Beatles are on my list for all the same reasons. I mean, you can't, they're inescapable. Right. It's just, you exactly. know, I mean, they're ubiquitous with rock music. Ubiquitous. <laughs> they could use both Synonymous hands. Synonymous with. They could use both hands. Wow. They could use. That's, <laughs> that's, that's all the hands. That's Uwakricus. <laughs> oh, Uwakricus. I learned so much Help here me. on the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Send man. help. <laughs> All right, Lickstress. Good pick. Yes. Good pick. But yeah, the Beatles. You have to say, that's why I was really like trying to crowbar in a Beatle in my... Uh, art. <laughs> I was actually had Paul McCartney and John Lennon, I think I said mm, it before, yeah. just because like you could... Well, whatever. The Beatles. <laughs> whatever. The Beatles. Whatever. That's why, you know, this day in music, like half of that is... About <laughs> right? The what the Beatles did today. <laughs> Okay, so that is my... So Lily and I are kind of together on that. What do you got, Mr. Pittsburgh? So uh, my entry into what the Beatles did today, the Beatles in, uh, today got on to the rock, Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, <laughs> Mount Rushmore, because that's my pick also. So they're in. You have to, congratulations, I mean, I boys. Can, I don't know what you can say. Yeah, right? Congratulations, boys. <laughs> it's the fucking Beatles. On this day in 2022. Wow. There are people that hate the Beatles. A lot what? of people hate the Beatles. It's so sad. <laughs> I, you know, I think it's like the kind of context in which they probably heard the music. Mm. or mm-hmm. You know, maybe their parents were beating them while they were listening to the Beatles. <laughs> or maybe people are just over it. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they stupid. Stupid. <laughs> I can understand if something was like shoved down your throat, where uh-huh. yeah. there's a lot of people they kind of like get a backlash against stuff, you know. And I, I can, I've been on that bandwagon too, where stuff that was so insanely popular, I was like, please, like I roll, like please, I'm so over this. <laughs> and find any, even if it was like good, I would find a reason why it sucked because I was just right. You're just overcome. yeah, it's no, done. No. Shut up. You're, you're, you know. I think too when people like get like too. You know, like um, too worshipy about mm-hmm. stuff. You know, yeah. and yep. I can understand maybe during Beatlemania when maybe people looked at like girls the way they acted and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There so, could have been a lot of people who were kind of turned off, you know, yeah. by that. Um, I could, I could understand that. But yeah, the Beatles, the Beatles, the Beatles. There you go. All right, Lily, what do you got? Well, I didn't pick any others because we were just picking one, but I'll go with Led Zeppelin for my second pick. Oh, yeah, um, it has to be four bands. Well, I thought we were doing just one band each after that because it's four people mostly, most of the time in a band. <laughs> but Led Zeppelin for, I guess, sort of the Led same Zeppelin. reason. Yeah, you can't spell it, can you? <laughs> Is that right? Close enough. I used to spell it wrong, too, when I was younger. Yeah, I still, I still <laughs> uh, for almost the same reasons. Uh, they were so influential, even their clothing and hair became a thing in the uh-huh. 70s. So, music. Like I said, John Bonham. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody loves him as a drummer. Well, most people do. All the drummers I know. Yes. yes. Led Zeppelin <laughs> is, is my was my next pick, too. Yeah. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Page wearing that I mean, like so low. That and, and, and the songs. I mean, and, and they're another band that like so many, even the band Train has released a, a Led Zeppelin tribute right. album. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you can go to a concert oh, man. And, and hear it like it'd be some band, like some great rock band, and invariably they're going to whip out some cover of a Led Zeppelin song. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just 
the, the, and those are the riffs that like went on to inspire like every i mean they inspired the, a lot of bands in the uh, in the glam metal oh um, yes yeah, a lot oh, of yeah. bands were really oh, yes. really uh, white snake and a lot of bands like really were trying to be the second coming of led zeppelin for sure yeah and then you get into the 90s and you got bands like Soundgarden and Stone Temple Pilots are like obviously listening to you know, other things too, <laughs> mm-hmm. but Led Zeppelin for sure. Yeah, yeah. And then you get into this decade and you've got people like Jack Black, um, Jack White, <laughs> or Jack Black. Yeah, both of Jack them. All the Jacks. I yeah, yeah. the Jacks mixed up. Jack in the Box. Oh yeah, they're all out The there. Rival Sons. I mean, and you can go down the line all the way to sure. what's the, gir- oh, the girls. The latest Jeez, band, Greta yeah. Van Fleet. Greta, yeah. You know, there's all these people that are- Which one's Greta? Exactly. <laughs> which By one's the way, which one's the one standing next to Hootie? All right, there you go. <laughs> so I would say Led Zeppelin yes, yes. for sure. 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 And what do you have? So I was uh, listening. I told you I, I got on that little JJ Gray thing today on Spotify, and a and a group came up. And damn it, I wish I would have. I may have saved it. I don't know, but uh, it was a whole lot of love riff, but it was Folsom County Blues Ooh. sung to it. Do you, have you heard that song? I don't know if I it frick it it's it's um I don't want to say uh, it's not bluegrass. Dr- it's not Dread Zeppelin, is it? No, okay. no, it was very bluegrassy rock kind of. But I'm like, oh, that's the Led Zeppelin, right? And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I hear the train a coming, and it fit perfectly. I'm like, damn it! But that just shows you right there the power of my next pick. And let's put them on the let's put them up there, Led Zeppelin. Wow, we're three for three. Leave that crap kiss. This can't go on. What will happen next? Oh, I'm scared. (laughs) Why do I have to be the leader on it? It scares me. Because we look up to you. (laughs) Yeah, that's terrifying. Follow the leader. She's on a Honda. Do you remember that? I've had enough. Lily doesn't remember that. Yeah, oh, that That, was fun. She might be too young for that That's 70s, dude. Mm -hmm. I, I tell you, I had a guy bring a 79 Honda CCV. In, really, and it is in sweet condition. Wow. I mean, it's not showroom condition, but it's like but there's, it, not, there's no rust, nothing. Nice. It's all original, fucking Very sweet good. as shit. Go ahead. All right, Lils Van Halen. Oh, I like you're doing it wins. on the wrong thing. I know he does. Well, no, Lou, Lou, put it on the right one. No. <laughs> Maybe I don't have Van. Halen. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. The I'm Van Halen's gonna be on my sorry. list. I don't. I only picked the one, so my reasons are because that's, Eddie that's, mostly. Okay, but that's okay. who wouldn't want to no. see a smiling face up on Mount Rushmore? That's, anyway? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Wow, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, good in yard. I don't want to see. That would have been like an obvious one for me because I picked Eddie and stuff like that. So I'm like, all right, who? Here's a band that I really didn't, you know, in the Beatles and this band uh, contest, I always used to pick the Beatles until I figured out this next band and I realized where they were coming from. And that would be the Rolling Stones. Nice. Yes. Good pick. Yes. Once I realized where their influences came from, I'm like, oh, I get it now. And I I appreciate them so much more. Mm, For sure. Yeah. For sure. I want to say Van Halen. But you're not going to. I have to say the Rolling Stones. Okay. Oh, all right then. Because without the Rolling Stones, listen, follow this. I'm ready. Okay, talk to me, Goose. Without the Rolling Stones, you don't have Aerosmith. Right. Without Aerosmith, you don't have Guns N' Roses. Oh my God, yeah. Like, this is some of the biggest rock that ever fucking happened. 
Yeah. And you got and you don't have the black crows. I, no. I miss the black crows in you there don't. too. <laughs> the, you don't get the black crows. There's all this music that doesn't happen because you don't have the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones put that thing. I don't know what that Where'd thing. Where they put that thing? It's loose? like it's a swagger it? or something that they get. Zeppelin's right. got a certain way of doing it, but they Zeppelin does it in a in a heavier rock way. Stones kind of can get a little heavy and they can get a little light. Uh-huh. And they've got a they have a country song that everybody right. loves. Yeah, I mean, it's right. like criminy. Like I don't know what you can say. Um, that Exile on Main Street is considered like one of the greatest albums of all time. <sighs> yes. You know, they have they have their, you know, they're very, well, what was it in the 60s? The Beatles and the Stones, like the Beatles exactly. and the Stones, neck and yep, neck, they yep. were like in competition. So I got to go with the Rolling Stones. Wow, you guys right, are then. such dorks. Shut up. <laughs> um, I, I love the Rolling Stones. I love the Rolling Stones. I love, <laughs> yeah, great band. And again, uh, successful across multiple decades. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They even mm-hmm. had that, uh, they had that song about the, uh, Lockdown that they put out and it kind of got everybody. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah a this town later. or something. Or yeah, you know, town being yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, it's it's it was a cool song. Yep. So they're able to find some way, you know, and 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 when they can't feel like they're relevant, they released the blues album, which is one yeah. of the best. Did you hear that album? I've heard it. It is. Yeah. If yeah. you if, look, man, man holy it puts to shame a lot of blues music that is out. Today, a lot of blues music out today is so fucking overproduced and has no fucking soul. Right. This sounded like like f- four guys who really meant what they were playing, were really mm-hmm. loved and understood this music in a really deep way. They had like, was really in their souls. So I got to go with the Rolling Stones. Even though I, there's like other bands that like I like maybe better personally, I got to go with the Rolling Stones. Okay. Mm. So, all right. Now, so we get now only got two on that one. Okay. Now, li- what's Lily gonna what's say? What's Lily gonna pick? What's Lily gonna pick? I'm gonna pick one that a lot. Don't of, do it! Don't say it! I can't stand oh, it. No. That people sometimes don't like, what? but a lot of people do. Okay. Creed. No. <laughs> Nickelback. This is about fifty-fifty. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. This is about fifty-fifty. The nitty-gritty dirt band. And some people don't like their songs, and some people think they suck. I know which one you're doing. I know Come which on, one baby. you're doing. Do it. But say they're it. marketing geniuses. Come on, baby, say it. And their kiss. You want the best. <laughs> you got the best. And That's a good one. I mean, for real, like uh, the the guys are just they're marketing yeah. geniuses. They did what other people couldn't do. They sold invisible <laughs> guitar strings to Kiss fans. Yeah, well, air guitar, air guitar. We saw That's that. Brilliant. <laughs> and whether you love them or whether you hate them, they are influences on the rock world. I don't care if you think they suck. I love them still. <laughs> wow. There is a part of me that says. <laughs> You that that's a good pick. Yeah, <laughs> that like we kind of have to go with that. Yeah, um, it kind of makes me think. You know, my, like my like it, you know, I I could I see a total justification for it. Wow. I feel like I can't in good conscience <laughs> vote for it, it's but okay. I do understand. I absolutely <laughs> get what you're coming where you're coming from. Wow, I really do. I absolutely get where you're coming from. I think it's a great pick. I'm not sure if it would be mine, but I'm not next. Mr. Pittsburgh is next. Man. <laughs> Man I mean, I have one in, in mind, but jeez, she came out of left field, and I'm, it's really making me think. It's hurting your brain. It is. It's okay. All right. I look, understand. Because we could always vote it down or up, my next one. <laughs> and, and yeah, it, everyone sees this one coming. <laughs> is Lily rolling her eyes yet? No. 
I'm going to have to pick the band that's very influential in a lot of modern prog rock bands. And that would be... Gentle Giant. From, T- from Toronto, Canada. Rush. I always spell Rush with all capital letters. Of course, that's, that's... I think that's the way it's spelled, isn't yes. it? Yes. Every time <laughs> I spell out Jesus, out of I do respect. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do it right. Even if you don't like them. Here's the thing. You the, call him Dr. Jones. This is like, <laughs> this is the one that was pounded in my brain constantly from my ex-husband, which is why I don't like them. I'm, they, I, I never said that they were horrible musicians. I just don't like them for that reason. That's so, fine. You have a yeah, bad, you I have, have a, a bad, respect for them. You have a bad association. We yes. were talking about this earlier. Yes. You know? With the Beatles. Yeah, yes. with the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, there's some people that don't like Maybe the Beatles. Maybe if I didn't have to hear it 24-7 yes, for five exactly. years, I'd sure. probably be okay with it. Sure, sure. <laughs> All right there, Mr. Ludini, <laughs> our Lord and Savior. Talk to me, Goose. <laughs> Talk to me. I don't know. Like He doesn't even know. I don't even fucking know. I mean, there's so many bands that like I want to put in that spot. I want to put Queen in that spot. Mm. I want to put Leonard Skinner in that spot. Ooh, I want to put... Um, Emmett Otter. I want to put <laughs> Emmett Otter in that spot. I want to put Kiss in that spot. Yeah. Um, this just I want to put Black Sabbath in that spot. Ooh, I am wow. going to put Black Sabbath in that spot. All right, there it is. Okay, the 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 grandfathers, great grandfathers of heavy metal. Yeah, sure, sure. And like pretty much the idea of this heavy thing in music is really starts with them, and it goes off in all kind of directions. I mean, you've yes. got oh, I oh man, I want to change my uh, mind. I can't believe I forgot this band. Do oh, it. go there ahead. We can five there. bands. No, I know. Oh, sorry. The, the other band. Oh, fuck. We're going to do another. When do... I say them, you guys are going to go like. It's a, it might not be your picks, but you guys will have to say it's a good pick. Okay. Pink Floyd. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Pink well, Floyd. there's going to be other podcasts. Black. Yeah. How so. about Black Floyd? Black Floyd. <laughs> Is that a Pink, thing? Pink Sabbath. Uh, uh, that sounds Andy. dirty. Pink Andy, I'm Black Floyd. Hey, Ugh. baby, I, I, let me give you a Pink Sabbath later. That sounds so <laughs> vile. Uh, <laughs> give you a pink Sabbath. Hmm. I I have a contest. I'll say, I'll give a Ludini rock and roll T-shirt to anybody who can tell me what a pink Sabbath is, and if it's good. If, oh, you come up with if a it good grosses thing, me out, you win. <laughs> <laughs> so just post in the comments what is a pink Sabbath, or send me an email or something. I want to know what a pink. Tell me what, what a pink is. Sabbath <laughs> is. Maybe we'll make maybe we'll make Ludini rock and roll circus T-shirts with a pink Sabbath. Oh. Nice. <laughs> I'm afraid the now. Pink Sabbath. <laughs> is that wow. like I don't know what the pink Sabbath is yes it's like when you get your period uh, I was gonna That's say it. is it Sunday bloody Sunday yes. no <laughs> it's never really pink oh this is where we read the disclaimer <laughs> oh I have to record that Remind oh, the disclaimer you text me this week yeah. I have some other things after I have some funny ideas for for introducing each of you guys oh, oh okay. hell yeah I'm gonna do some funny shit there you go funny shit I, did, I ran out of time I was gonna do it tonight I ran out of time alright I'll text um, you um so all right here we go folks okay podcast it's of course the beatles yeah the beatles, beatles. led zeppelin yes. and where are we going well the rolling stones have two out of three so all right so the stones are in there, there now <laughs> this is where we all now differed it comes <laughs> down. but i i'm willing like, like i said rush that's that's just you know that's okay I, I really like Kiss, but I really like Black Sabbath too. What about Pink Floyd? 
Ooh, could they sneak in and steal it? Can they? I'll we don't it. write the rules. I mean, like, you could, I mean, it's a toss-up between Sabbath and, and Floyd. Wow. I mean, there really is a, you know. I think for this purposes, we should drop Sabbath and put Floyd just because of the yes. genre. Yes. There it is. Pink Floyds. <laughs> Pink Floyds. Close enough. <laughs> Wait wow. a minute. What? We don't have one American band. It's all right. That's okay. I think during this era, the British bands were kicking they were our do- ass. They were totally yeah. taking over. Yeah. I mean, they were like, you know, this, this was the biggest thing that happened in music. <laughs> well, I mean, it's all right. Isn't that what happens, though? You make up something, look, you look. throw it out in the world, they throw it back at you, you do something else with it. Right. We you steal it. No. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> what was going on. But we were playing catch with our brothers across the water. Let's <laughs> be honest. I mean, none of us are really from here. At least not here in the podcast tonight. We are all we all came from other places. Well, so I mean, not really though. I mean, that's when did you come? When did you come from? You never. Have you been to Ireland? I'm not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> There's still cases pending. Look, you're. I, I understand. You're. I'm Italian. Lily is. I don't know what she is. But <laughs> how long have we known Lily? She's, she's a the, girl. She's the li- actually I'm Native American, okay. so I am Damn from it. here. Okay, <laughs> but uh, but you're not really because even you guys walked across from Asia. So like, yeah. this, the point is moot. You're fuck. We're we're you're fucking Americans. <laughs> Elvis was American. Cause calm down. Yeah, all right. Okay. Johnny Cash on, was was American. Also, I'm Slovak. So yeah, Native American hey. Slovak. There you go. And That's- German and Irish. Perfect. I'm a whole bunch of You're stuff. You're a whole. So, yes. The whole three family. of them, actually. So, like, it, <laughs> it got tossed. But it's fun. Whoa. It's really cool, you know? It, you yeah. know, the music gets thrown around and different generations pick it up and do something different with it. But these bands are all from roughly the same era, by the way. Yeah. 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 Legit. Yeah, they are. That was the era, really, of the bands. Yeah. That's when it was like, you, you know, if you had a band and, like... And, and there's a lot of peripheral bands around this time that were really big. Like, there's a, um, now they would never be on the Mount Rushmore of rock, but like the Dave Clark Five mm. was in competition on the charts in England mm-hmm. and in America with songs with the Beatles. Exactly. You know, they were contemporaries of the Beatles. So there was, you know, the whole idea of having a band really became a thing um, at this time. Interesting. Interesting. So that's our picks for yeah. the Mount yeah. Rushmore yeah. of rock. <laughs> So, um, you want to do what do you want to do next? You want to do new and no- notable? Sure. Note and newable. Sure. My pick is Wednesday 13. They have a new album that came out in October called Horrifier. Um, if you don't know who Wednesday 13 is, a, he's actually a person, uh, Joseph Michael Poole, who solos, and that's his, that's his band name is Wednesday 13. Um, he was also the frontman for the Murder Dolls. Uh, he's played in Manic Spider, Maniac Spider Trash, Frankenstein, Drag Queen, from Planet Thirteen, Bourbon Crow, and Gunfire Seventy Six. The new album, though, is uh, very—it's horror rock, so it's a uh, very traditional Wednesday Thirteen sound. Um, all the tracks are amazing. People are gravitating towards Halfway to the Grave and Good Day to Be a Bad Guy. Wow, good song. I like the title, Good Day to Be a Bad Guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good day. To fun. Be a- he's he's fun. I love I love Wednesday. What do you got, Mr. Pittsburgh? So he's not really new, but he is notable uh, just because of things that have been happening lately. I, I work with a fellow who loves Motley Crue. <sighs> and uh, the other day I walked in and he's like, did you hear? I'm like, what? He goes, Mick is retiring. Yes, I I'm like, that. yes, yes. He goes, what do you know about this John 5? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, you don't know. And I just blew. I went off. Remember how I went off about uh, Go Your Own Way? That was nothing. <laughs> I just was singing John's praises, 
And I said, look, if they're going to pick somebody, know. that's the man to pick. So, no, it's not Mick Mars. It's going to be John Five. Just because people, I think people are going to become more aware of him. Yes, he's done stints with Marilyn. He's done stints with Rob Zombie. But this is Motley fucking crew. And this ought to be interesting. One of the most irrelevant bands. Shut Lou. Now, they were relevant in their era, but they're not. They're touring. (laughs) You heard them? Yes, I went to the show. She did. She she was drunk. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but John, I just keep everybody just keep an eye out for John. I that's why like I was so I was very upset when Michael died. Michael Jackson died because what or Orianti was going to be his guitar yeah. player. I'm like now people are going to see her and then pff, nope, not so much. No, she oh got all God. poppy. She was okay. uh, she, yeah, she got all poppy. She, was, but, uh, she, uh, she got started all, dating Richie Sambora. I saw her. Oh, you know how yeah. I became aware of her. I saw her on Regis and uh, Kelly. She played oh, with really? uh, Alice Cooper. I saw her live. Yeah, she yeah. was with she yeah. was with the, the Cooper Pooper. Yeah. The Cooper Pooper. <laughs> Yeah, she's so fantastic, but she got oh, too yes. popular. Yeah, she is very poppy. We were listening to her. She has a new album out. Oh, we were listening to it before you came over. Yeah, she's very good. Um, boy, man, the just really overproduced, in my opinion. Like everything is at one level. Mm. I can't explain no. it. Like you know, there's no like dynamics mm. or anything. It's like she's a, she's great. Uh, maybe the songs are okay. It was just too. It was very polished. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, my pick is a guy named Joe Lynn Turner, who was in Rainbow for a while, sang like Stone Cold in those songs. Mm, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Well, um, and then he was on an Ingve project. Mm-hmm. Um, was it? What's the song? This could be paradise. You didn't you hear by my side. I know this. Oh, yeah, I know this. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so he was, um, but he's a no, like great um, vocalist in the sort of style of um, like Lou Graham from Foreigner. He's kind of mm-hmm. got, he's kind of got that thing going on. Well, he has reinvented himself and put out. He's got a video just came out. I don't know the last couple of weeks called "Tortured Soul." I put a link to it in the show notes. I enjoy the name, and you should check it out. He here's an he does not sound like he did. In the eighties and seventies okay. and eighties, okay. but he sounds good. He's like reinvented what he does vocally, like that, and so like kind of like Robert Plant has done. Um, and the song is dark and like weird and hmm. like it's it sounds it does it definitely does not sound like he's trying to recapture his glory. It, it right. really sounds like he's trying to do something new I'm here and different. Now. Yeah, and, yeah, okay, you know, good. so like you know he knows that that was then. This is now. Um, Check it out. I, I posted it in the group too earlier. You guys should uh, give it a listen. Just I'm interested what you think about it. It's, All right. Sounds like my flavor. Mm, flavor flavor. Mm. What? <laughs> flavor flavor. What I'm saying. Not so much, but tortured soul. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you moments in YouTube. Um, just got loaded up a couple uploaded a couple days ago. I believe it was a Halloween show because they're all wearing weird clothes. Uh, Billy Strings, who is known as this amazing acoustic flat picker, just like can okay. pick yeah, the yeah. shit out of an acoustic guitar. And he writes these really cool, folky um, Americana kind of songs that are all excellent, like really memorable. Um, so he's known for that kind of thing. But there's a video of him when his band doing War Pigs. Oh. And it's funny. He's dressed as a girl. He's got picked. It's funny. There was obviously oh. some kind of Halloween. Yeah, the, sure. The bass player had like a wizard's outfit on. Uh-huh. Like, you know, they were all 
<clears throat> doing something like that, but it's cute. <clears throat> now I want to talk to, I specifically want Lily's input on this. Um, there is a video out, Judas Priest at the Rock Hall. Um, they got inducted. Yes, yes I knew that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a performance that you can watch on YouTube. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you see it? Which one are you talking about? Uh, it's like they do like a little medley. Okay, yeah. I did not see that. I and saw it's, and it's something from way, else. It's, it's from somebody's cell phone or something. Wait, okay, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's not an official release because the, the thing doesn't really get released until next year is when they release it, I right? think so, yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, so, did you say, I mean, what did you think? I didn't see this uh. this particular performance. I'll have to look it up, but I saw him sing Jolene with Dolly Parton, which was kind of a cool thing to see. <laughs> So, I mean, everybody was singing it, but to see him in all leather next to Dolly in all leather was kind of freaking cool. I saw the picture <laughs> of them two together. I did yeah. not see what they sang. It was cool. <laughs> um, I, I, it's, I don't know what I thought of it. I thought that I, I'm... Uh, yeah, boy, I really, because Rob Halford's one of my favorite singers of all time, but I'm just like a little concerned for him uh, during this performance. Maybe it's just Was me. he not giving it all? No, it, he just... I don't know what... Maybe, I'll, have to, I'll have to watch. I want to say I don't. I hate to say that. Well, he's old. <laughs> I hate saying that. He is. He, he is old. But I hate yeah. to say that. I, I like to think. I, can I just have my fantasy world, please? Right. Why does everybody insist I face fucking reality? <laughs> <sighs> ne- yeah. My one of my mottos is never face reality. I was thinking I like about that. like all my mottos. Yeah. This week, one of them is never face reality. Mm-hmm. Have a good time all the time. That's a good one. I don't believe in the no-win scenario. Um, there's, there's a few like yes, that. Yes, yes. But, but that, 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 that is one of them. I never face reality. And, and I would just like to think maybe he had a cold. Maybe. Maybe the monitors were bad. Or he really, you know. So just leave it at Also, it's a cell phone. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, there's an article... From our good, from that bastion of journalistic integrity, the foundation <laughs> oh. Of, oh. of 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 true, yes. oh, objective, yes, his journalism, favorite. right? Judas right. Uh, Judas Priest, uh, Judas Priest Rolling themselves. Stone, oh, Ro- Rolling, Rolling Stone, Stone his favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is my this. I think that you know, if it's in Rolling Stone, like they wouldn't put it in Rolling Stone, like you know, true. They wouldn't put it in a comic book if it wasn't true. In the words of Jethro, uh, what was his name? Uh, Jethro Bodine. Bodine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't put it in a comic book if it wasn't true, Ellie May. <laughs> Judas Priest marked their long-awaited induction to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with a surprise performance of three of their most beloved songs on Saturday. Despite years of estrangement and sharp barbs in the press, the quintet in their signature leather studs and metal chains welcomed original guitarist K.K. Downing and former drummer Les Binks for likely the loudest performance of the night. The group is one of only a handful of heavy metal bands to mm-hmm. claw their way into the institution. Now, there's all kind of... Um, this. this I'll, I, again, I'll put this in the show notes. You can read it. You get into a lot of details about his Glenn T- Tipton has been battling Parkinson's disease. I would think that would make you play faster, though. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Your vibrato would get good. Oh. Wow. You'd have that. You know who has Parkinson's vibrato? is Angus Young. <laughs> they were listening to his vibrato. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. It's like the, he's yes. got like speed vibrato. You're like, awesome, dude. 
I'm the gay guy in the band, said Rob uh, Halford, <laughs> talking, taking the mic uh, to uh, to end Priest's speech. We call ourselves the heavy metal community, which is all-inclusive, no matter what your sexual identity is, mm-hmm. what you look like, or what you believe in, or don't believe in. Everybody's welcome. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. It don't bring a tear to my eye. Oh, Rob. <laughs> so... They mentioned that this was the loudest performance of the night. And this is directed, again, primarily at Lily. Oh. But I distinctly remember going to rock concerts. Mm -hmm. And you could not talk to the person next Next to you. you. And you would have to like really yell in their ear. Mm -hmm. Like this. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But... I, the, the concerts I've been to in the last five, maybe even ten years, all, even, doesn't matter, big rooms, small rooms, whatever, we could sit there and have a conversation. Um, when we talked this, when we did our 4th of July podcast where we talked about the, you know, the things that, the factors that changed that caused rock to not be what it once was, um, I think one of the issues is this idea of, there's, where's the fucking volume? Yeah. <laughs> Pump up the goddamn volume. I mean, yeah. rock is, one of the things that, that makes rock rock is it's kind of in your face. Mm-hmm. You can't, mm-hmm. you sh- if you can go to a concert and you can talk, it's not loud enough. Right. Uh, you shouldn't be talking. You should be interacting and in, in being absorbed by the music. End of fucking story. If you want to talk, go outside. <laughs> it's like church. You know, yeah. fucking talking in church until the priest said time. Talk. You can talk at the end of the, when he clap. That was great, wasn't it? I love that song. That's fine. If no, just wrong. <laughs> yeah, I saw an ACDC car. It was around the time that uh, Money Talks came out, yeah. right? It was down at Civic Arena. Civic Arena was still around, and they were so loud. There was a problem with the PA where the sound would cut out, like, just cut out, and you literally went forward. Because it was pushed, like the sound was oh, almost pushing, wow. and it happened a couple that's of times. Right. Now that's it fucking rock co- and roll. And everybody no, in my, like after the concert, like, did you feel that? I'm like, yes. And you know, like maybe after a good concert, you you have trouble hearing for like a day or two. Yeah. No, it was a week. I'm not kidding. No. You. It was a week after but that. But how long? Ago? That was a long time. Money that was a long, long time ago. ago. Yeah, yeah it was that long was time like ago. in the nineties. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't oh. been to. A con- um, okay, there was the last concert, I, but this was a long time ago. That yeah. was like that was Velvet Revolver, mm-hmm. and I was it, it was an outdoor show under that tent, the icy light tent. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, wow, that's still bigger. like blindingly loud, yeah. and it was one of the best fucking concerts yeah. I ever went to. And you could not talk; you had to literally go way to the back, yeah, if you wanted to talk. And like there was no if you wanted to drink or something, you'd like write it down and hand it to <laughs> right, you know, and would never hear you. When I go to a Quiet Riot show and I have to tell you to shut the fuck up behind me because I'm trying to listen to the show, <laughs> that's a whole problem. I, I, there, we got we have problems in music, and this is yeah. one of them. Yeah, right, you can't have rock and rock and roll supposed yeah. to be loud in your face, like piss right. your parents off. Yeah. When I was doing interviews, I'm just gonna say this, and all you guys that I interviewed, I loved each and every one. You guys are super talented, but all your music, my parents would like. <laughs> yeah. Where are the like? Where's like the really fucking rock and roll? Pick you in the Where are head. the guys? That, even if you don't want to play, call yourselves rock and roll because you sound, you think that sounds like dad music or whatever. Where's like the edgy, like in your face, so loud that like I can't fucking hear what's going on. 
you know, like right. like Kevin said, he can't hear for the next every concert. Even when we went to Christian rock concerts, right? We couldn't hear for yeah, a good you know day or I mean? so like, after that. I mean, that was the standard, wow, and that's man. what you got. You totally absorbed into the music. You couldn't talk. You shouldn't yeah. be talking. I get pissed when um, you know, when I was playing in cover bands and people would say, "Hey, we're trying to talk." I'm like, shut the f- yeah, go outside. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> And, and club owners do turn down, turn down. They can turn I mean, down well, oh, okay, yeah. wait a minute. I could have saved you all trouble. You just should have put a boom box in the corner. Right. Right. And just been done with it. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's what you really want. <laughs> wow. So rant over on that, but come on. Rock <laughs> yeah. has to be loud. If it ain't loud, if it's too loud, you're too old. Or you maybe you might, maybe you're too young. Yeah. <laughs> that could be a thing. Could be it. You have them fucking Gen Z ears. <laughs> pussy ears. Oh. All right, pussy ears. So, um, I want to say one thing before yes. we get into this day and what the Beatles did. Yes. Um, we are recording this on November seventh. November eighth is Erection Day. Well, thank you. Oh. I have an erection all day. I promise you. Mm-hmm. Magic. Um, magic. I'll be. I have. I will be wearing a condom though. Oh, so thank you. I don't want anybody to get nervous. Safe. Thank goodness. Safe democracy. Um, safe democracy. I want to tell everybody out there this. To keep, please keep this in mind. Yes. That I don't. I, I would never tell you how to vote ever, no. ever. And if you like the elephant or you like the donkey, that is completely up to you. More power to you. And if you enjoy voting and it's fun or you like the whole process, that's totally fine. But I want you to keep this in mind when you go in there. Neither one of those guys, the guy you like and the guy you don't like, neither one of them give a flying fuck about you. Right. They don't. They're they're not there. They're not running for you. They're running because it's a career move. You know, they're running because they 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 like they want to have some power. They're thinking like they're making moves. They're thinking like, oh, you know, I'll get into office and I can massage this into this and I can do this and this and I can you know, set myself up for life and make sure my kids go to this and all. That's what they're doing. They, they don't care nothing about anything that's going to make my life or your life better. It doesn't matter which one. Okay. So just, just that's fine. If you want to go and vote, please go and enjoy yourself. But <laughs> just please, just like understand what you're participating in. Yes, yeah. please, please. Okay. Because um, I think we, everybody's lost their mind. Yes. And <laughs> I want. I'm really ready for us to all get back to like chilling out. And whether you like the donkey or you like the elephant, it shouldn't fucking matter. Like it should never be a thing where people can't get along. Right. Um. You know. And when you do see something ugly, like all the more reason to talk about it because that's how we figure it out. And um, mm-hmm. what do you, Kevin? Do you remember when Geraldo had the rate the the KKK or the white supremacist yes. on or whatever? You know, but what what you know what happened? You know what the fallout was? Everybody saw how ugly that was, exactly. and nobody wanted anything to do with it. Exactly. And that was the lowest like membership to those type of organizations in the history right. of those things because it was openly he didn't bring them on there to yell at them. He honestly for them, them. To, he well he wanted them to say yeah. you know and that's how you do you let your opposition kind of hang themselves and that's and you know we, we're we're missing something here guys so chill out have a good time tomorrow but just just know what the hell's going on and Lou Lou you and I have discussed this and I actually posted it this week I think Americans have forgotten the fact that it's okay to disagree 
It's okay to disagree. We're not well, going to agree all well, the time. Well, that, that's fine. That's totally fine. But, you know, we can disagree. But my, I'm obviously right and you're wrong. So <laughs> well, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> what did Gary, my buddy Gary Matassa used to say, that might be your opinion, but you're completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. So anyways, all right. Well, we're going to we're going to go ahead and talk about one more time if you can stand it because it's been like all Beatles all night. Yeah. <laughs> but I have some fun stuff to tell you guys when we're done with this. Okay. Today is November 7th. Correct as usual, King Friday. And <laughs> the oh, King boy. Friday. King Friday. You are I'm right. King Ludini. Right. You I'm are the, King Friday. Ho. I'm, I'm King Louie. Okay. What? <laughs> I forgot. I didn't have sound effects. Yeah, I know the whole night. There you okay. go. <laughs> okay. On this day in 1951, Frank Sinatra married his second wife, actress mm. Ava Gardner. Oh, sexy. The couple split up in 1953. Sure. That didn't last long. And divorced in 57. Mm-hmm. Sinatra was married three other times to his first wife, Nancy Barbato, to yeah. the actress Mia Farrow, oh. and finally Barbara Marks, to whom he was married at his Interesting. Was Barbara Marx a relation to Groucho Marx? No clue. Groucho? No, Richard Marx. <laughs> she was Richard Marx. I keep seeing that being Richard Marx's grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> but I would wonder if that might be Groucho Marx's daughter or something. I wonder. Yeah, because you know that was that that was that yeah. era. Nineteen fifty-eight, Eddie Cochran made his UK chart debut. Why? Sorry, with "Summertime Blues." I had a panic about the recording. <laughs> it reached number eighteen in the UK and number eight in the US. The song had been covered by many artists, including being a number one hit for country music artist Alan Jackson and a notable hit for the English rock band The Who. Who? Yes. Yes. Very good. I, my first exposure to Summertime Blues was The Who's version. Mm-hmm. Yes. DVE yes. played it all the time. Exactly. You know, um, Michelle would play it on the Hey, lunch. Michelle. You didn't you get that on for me. <laughs> summertime Blues. Yeah. Hey, Michelle, can you get some here on Summertime Blues for lunch? Excellent. On this day, 1963, the Beatles, yes, went to Ireland to make their only two appearances ever in the country, playing two shows at the Adelphi Cinema in Dublin. The group hooked up with screenwriter, what is that, Om? Owen. 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 <laughs> Sorry, Mia Farrell. Uh, <laughs> Rosemary's Baby, you know, all that shit. Uh, who had been appointed to write the screenplay for the Beatles, first as of as of yet untitled motion picture owen spent three days with the beatles observing their hectic lifestyle oh my <laughs> they got a lot of gas and indigestion because oh, of lifestyle apparently it's so it. hectic i get it yes, yes. <laughs> poor beatles oh. i feel bad for the beatles i do feel bad for them oh. this day in 1967 the beatles finished recording <laughs> blue jay way flying and magical mystery tour oh. roll up Beatles have only six songs, not enough for an album, so decided to issue a double EP. Capitol Records didn't think the double EP format would be acceptable for the U.S. market, so they decided to put out an album instead, the six Magical Mystery Tour songs with five of the six songs from the Beatles' 1967 singles went on two sides. Mm, interesting. Mm, 1967, Elton John and his uh, songwriting partner, Bernie Taupin, signed oh, to DJ, DJM Publishing. Their signatures had to be witnessed by their parents because they were both under 21 <laughs> wow. years of age. Um, Taupin answered an advertisement for a lyric writer placed in the New Music ex- New Musical Express. The pair have since collaborated on over 30 albums. Yeah. What great, a, that's great one of the great collaborations. Yeah. 
bands in rock, sure. of course. Yes. There's your boys. All right, get ready. And, and this boy, too. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll get ready, Lou. On this day in 1969, 69, dudes, the Rolling Stones kicked off their sixth, sixth, <laughs> ow, North American tour at Fort Collins State University, University Colorado. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Also in the bill uh, was Ike and Tina Turner, a little fellow by the name of Chuck Berry, and B.B. King. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, boy. Sweaty Teddy, the Motor City Madman, 1974. Ted Nugent won a national squirrel shooting contest <laughs> after picking up a squirrel at 150 yards. Wow. The guitarist, I won't call him heavy metal guitarist. The no. guitarist also shot dead 27 other mammals during the three day event. That's good eating. Go, That's Teddy. <laughs> there you go. To the Ted man. We got to do a podcast on the Tedster. Oh my 1975, Elton John started a three week run at number one on the U.S. album chart with uh, Rock of the Westies, the singer's 10th studio album and seventh U.S. number one contained the U.S. number one and number 14 U.K. single Island Girl, Island Girl. which was released prior to the album. There I do like go. that song. Very good. On this day, 1975, uh, a new world record was set for continuous gar guitar string plucking by Steve Anderson, who played for 114 Ooh. hours, 17 minutes. Steve, you wild man. Does that hurt? Would that hurt? Yeah, it'd be like think so. he's, he's bucking for tendonitis <laughs> yeah. or something, doing that shit. That guy's fucked wow. up. Yep, that sucks. Oh, 1981, Hall and Oates started a two-week run at number one on the U.S. singles charts with Private Eyes. The duo was third, U.S. number one, a number two hit in the U.K. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this is on my playlist. It works. It's on your list? Your list. <laughs> Absolutely. I have, uh, I have trained YouTube to have the... Thanks, I have all Louis. these different lists. Thanks, and Louis. I've got a mix with this, like, perfect. It's got Hall and & Oates mm -hmm. and just all those kind of awesome bands from that era. Genesis and stuff like that. Fun stuff. Awesome. <laughs> Tiffany became the youngest act in 1987 to score a U.S. number one since Michael Jackson with I Think We're Alone Now. Mm -hmm. The song was written by Richie Cordell with uh, was initially a 1967 hit for Tommy James and the Shondells. Yeah. And I, I have both versions on my iPod. <laughs> wow. Interesting. On this, uh, uh, oh, speaking of Tommy James and the Shondells, yes. Yes. I fell in love with the song Crimson and Clover because of Joan, Joan Jett. Jett. Thank you, Joan. But, but uh, Tommy James, it's great. It's like, a great, great version. Right. But... She got me into it. Yes. Go ahead. All right. This day, 1987, Bruce Springsteen went to number one on the U.S. album chart with Tunnel of Love, his eighth studio album, went triple platinum in the U.S., with Brilliant Disguise being one of his biggest hit singles, peaking at number five on the Billboard Hot 100. <laughs> um, did we do a podcast on... Super famous songs that actually never went made the charts or were never like number one hits. I don't think, I think we went that way. I'm looking for one more. I need one more topic for this month, and maybe that'll be it. A 1991 rhythm guitarist Izzy Stradlin quit Guns N' Roses and was replaced by guitarist Gilby Clark. I played a show with Gilby. He used my amp and said he didn't like it. Stradlin cited a combination of Axl Rose's personal behavior and the difficulties of being around Slash, Matt Sorum, and Duff McKeegan. <laughs> Basically because he was sober and the rest of them were flying high again. Do you want me to read Jerry? Jerry, Jerry! 1999. Jerry! 
Jerry Hallowell went to number one on the UK singles chart with Lift Me Up, beating former colleague Emma Button's single, which entered the chart at number two. Sales of Jerry's single uh, were helped by front page press reports about her dating Chris Evans. These are both Spice Girls, if nobody knows. Oh, (laughs) Spice Boys. Let's talk to Spice Boys. Oh, there you go. On this day, 2002, Whitney Houston's husband, Bobby Brown, was arrested and charged with possession of marijuana, speeding, driving without a license, and having no proof of insurance after he was stopped by the police in Atlantic City. Atlanta City. I'm not, I'm and it was only because he was black. That's white. That's white. <laughs> oh, wow. That, that was funny. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you said it. Yep. Oh, my. I'm going to start doing what they that do on uh, Tool Time and holding up the address where they can write the two of you whenever you say <laughs> stuff like that. That's a good idea. <laughs> Did you see... Um, oh, I, I, I can't remember what stand-up comedian it is. Um, before he starts, he reads his apology before right, he starts. Right, right, right. right. I can't yeah. remember his... I, can't, I, I know. Uh, I Doug can't think of his name. It's Doug Stanhope. Is it? Yeah, yeah. it's fucking... It's on, it's on, um, it's on TikTok. It's funny as fuck. <laughs> he just reads the whole thing. Like, at first, you're like... Okay, and then oh, did he, he say could, something before? And then he, goes, and then he started laughing. You know, it's, it's about funny. tonight's performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, 2002, Guns N' Roses fan, 12 Guns N' Roses fans were arrested during a riot after a gig mm. in Vancouver was canceled. Promoters pulled the gig after Axl Rose's flight from Los Angeles well, was delayed. What can do about that? Jesus uh, can we keep going? Sure, why not? We'll do a couple more. Elton, These are rock people. 2004, players. Elton John turned uh, the air blue li- turned the air blue live on BBC Radio One using the words "fucking wank." Is that what that's supposed I to be? Don't know. <laughs> they, they, Whatever that is, and tits. tits. The, the tits singer on. was a uh, guest on Chris Moyle's Radio One breakfast show in the UK. Tits. I thought they were pretty liberal over there about that stuff. Well, apparently, I not. thought. I mean, there's they I guess say fuck on network television now. Yeah. You know, home. so I mean, I didn't even think it was. Well, this is 2004. Maybe we weren't yeah. there yet. It's got to be wank. Wank. What a wanker. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of it. What you got? You want to talk about Lincoln Park? No, that's, it's not about A woman that. died and 19 others were injured <laughs> after scaffolding collapsed yeah, outside a Lincoln Park concert. Like if they died in Cape Town. Then it would be an interesting story. Wow. Wow. Uh, folks. Watch you say that. All right. Australian drummer uh, of oh, ACDC, Phil Rudd, a, a charge of attempting to arrange a murder. Right. Uh, dropped in New Zealand. He was still facing charges of drug possession. Who was whose murder was he trying to arrange? I don't know. I, forget. I mean, if it was his wife, like you can't blame him. Right. That's, <laughs> that's, that's that story, should automatically that's, be like when right. you go to court for that, and the judge hears that your wife is, you be like, oh, okay. Just don't uh, don't carry it yeah. out. Don't do it again. All right. But we understand. I don't agree, but I understand. 2014, two wealthy fans paid $300,000 to eat lasagna with Bruce Springsteen because they're brain dead. Springsteen started off the annual Stand Up for Heroes event by playing an acoustic set, then offering the instrument to the highest bidder. When bidding reached 60000 he threw in the guitar lesson. When someone offered 250000 at this point, he offered up lasagna dinner at his house, a ride around the block in the sidecar of his motorbike, and the shirt off his back. All the money went to the Bob Woodruff Foundation, which helps injured okay, servicemen okay. and their families when they return home. That's fine, but still, dumb. That's st- Yeah, but it was Stouffer's. It was a Stouffer's lasagna that he just <laughs> ended up in the microwave. And the Bruce Springs, he's not that nice. That's hilarious. Uh, what am I gonna do here? These guys. That's are hilarious. That he, that if you went to his house fridge. and you sat down in the kitchen and he put like a stove. Hungry, hungry beep, man. Beep, beep. <laughs> hey, dinner's ready. 
<laughs> Can we get a homemade one? I was tell you about that time I yeah, opened right. for Chuck Berry. Or yeah, that's right. By the time he's done with the story, the sofa, you got to throw it back in the microwave. It's, cold. <laughs> it's like, Bruce, it's a little cold. Oh, while well, it's cooking, let me tell you a little story here. <laughs> America's storyteller. America's storyteller. I, I will admit, like, he, like, I think he's lost his mind. I think he's screwy in the head. What? But he, he that thing where he was on um, he was on Broadway or whatever, and he told the stories yeah. about his song was actually really good. And he was funny, like, and yeah. especially when he got to blind, blinded by the light. Oh boy! He yeah. talked about that, and like he was really funny. <laughs> like he was really. It was people were like he was the way he handled it. I had to give him credit. Like he did a good job. Yeah, you guys know who Leonard Cohen is? Of course we do. Yes, uh, singer uh, wrote the song that uh, the what's the song that did Jeff Buckley? Um, oh, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is which everybody has done, but uh, passed away, oh. age of eighty-two. God, made a good run. Eighty-two, yeah, not did. bad. That's a good run. Uh, uh, Penty Gland died of lung cancer best known for his work with Alice Cooper as a drummer oh my Bones Hillman sorry not, Bones not to be the basis for the Australian alternative rock band Midnight Oil died oh, wow. the, uh, from cancer wow. at the age of 62 oh. of this day in 2020 oh, you mean he didn't die from COVID it must have been COVID that's misprint Co- COVID you have induced that. cancer <laughs> COVID induced cancer well wasn't cancer. everything COVID oh, everything COVIDly COVIDy it's quite COVIDy <laughs> Let's do some birthdays. Uh, Mary Travers, singer-songwriter from yeah. American folk group Peter, Paul, and Mary. Born this day in 1937. Wow, she ancient. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Rivers, kid. born this day in 1942 mm. from the poor side of town. Big, a lot there. of bunches. And there she it, is. There uh, she is. Joni Mitchell, yeah. Canadian singer-songwriter. Big Yellow Taxi, mm-hmm. a bunch of songs. Uh, born this day in 1943. Mm-hmm. Ray Randall. Bass guitarist from the Tornadoes. Happy birthday, 44. Steve Burton, American musician Steve Burton. Such artists with T-Bone, Burnett, Bonnie Raitt. Mm. One of these sort of like Americana-esque kind yes, of guys. Yes. Born this day in 1948. Kevin MacDonald, guitarist for English rock band Cutting Crew. Happy birthday. Robin Beck, singer. Yes. Number one song, First Time. Song was taken from a TV advertisement as uh, backing singer Beck worked with Melissa Manchester, Chaka Khan, and Leo Sayer. Wow. <clears throat> Those are all names I have not. Well, Chaka Khan, but Leo, Leo Sayer, Sayer and Melissa Manchester. Mm-hmm. Wow. Goodies, but goodies. 1957, uh, John Jellybean uh, Benitez, producer of DJ Club Remixer. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Tommy Thayer, ah. lead guitarist, took over Ace Fre- for Ace Freely and Kiss. Yeah, Happy birthday, Tommy. Became lead guitarist for Kiss in 2002. Clint, yeah. Clint, Clint. No, uh, Clint. There's I no know I'm end. being a dick. <laughs> Come on. I was born an asshole yeah. and I worked at it my whole life. <laughs> Happy birthday, Clint. Liam, oh, something or another. Oh, wow. Happy birthday from Hot House Flowers. Charlene Spiteri, singer songwriter, Scottish pop band. Texas. So there's a Sc- mm-hmm. Scottish pop band. They're called Texas. Yep. What? Okay. Sure. Why not? Place. Um. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Robin uh, Fink, uh, guitarist with Nine Inch Nails. Happy okay, birthday. Sure. <laughs> and I think we are about. Yeah. Okay. We're about good on the birthdays. Did you know that? Did you know that the Lord's name, last name, was that? Who's that? We're cu- Lord. Have you heard? You've heard of Lord? No. The singer. You really no. haven't? No. Okay. We're apparently, her, Sinead, and I are all related. 
Okay. Wow, nice. <laughs> wow. Because I know, like, in Lombardi. Italy, oh, Lombardi Lord. is like Smith. Hey, Lombardi. <laughs> Which one? Exactly. <laughs> Which one? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, let's, let's take a quick peek at this, because this right. is always a fun time. Yes. Uh, brings top back memories. memories. It brings back memories for all of us. Pick a year and a year. Where, 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 where we want to go? How, how, where do you want to go? You want to go 70s, 80s, 90s, 60s? What do you want to do? 1994. 1994. All right. I'm going to see how angry I get. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. Tom, right, so I'm ready for it. Hold on, hold on. We have to get to the uh, down here, baby. To the, uh, November-ish. There you so go. like good. fifth, yeah, maybe. Yeah, let's do that one. Here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's oh why I picked God. it. Why well, do why, why don't you go ahead and talk about it? All right. So these are all songs that came out when I was had no friends in school <laughs> because this is what they listened to. Um yeah. <laughs> wow. At Your Best by Aaliyah. Oh, wow. Endless Love. Well, that was a good one, though. Luther, Luther Vandross, Vandross and Mariah Carey. Luther Vandross and Mariah Carey. Oh, two like the greatest singers ever, but God. <laughs> um, Want to Be Down by Brandy. <sighs> Never Lie by Immature. Oh, Brandy. She like, here's Brandy did, does. She kind of pulled a Hannah Montana before Hannah Montana. She uh-huh. came out as like this like cute little girl. And then she fucking released. Hotty Hot. <laughs> where she's in, the one where she's in the satin pants. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh Holy shit, man. Oh. Always by Bon Jovi. That was a pitch the tent in my pants for every time. Pitch bon Jovi, huh? Tent. <laughs> here comes the hot stepper by Ina Kamosi. Oh yeah, here come the hot stepper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another no night by Real McCoy. No. Secret by Madonna. Maybe. All I want to do, Cheryl Crow. Like oh, okay. There you go. All right. I know that one. I know one out of the ten. I'll That's make great. love to you, I'll boys make to men. Love no, to you, no, <laughs> like it. you. Yeah. No, stop it, please. Uh, wow. No wonder I didn't listen to music in the nineties. Real so legit. Sorry. I'll stand by you. By the Pretenders was yeah. number That's 20. a good song. All right, we'll give you. Uh, Far behind, Candlebox. Okay. There you go. Oh, there's, what's there's the frequency, ra- Kenneth? I do remember that. REM. Ah, REM. Uh, don't turn. Amy Grant had a song. There's like, a couple of yeah. little dead eye dick here. new age girl. Nobody oh my song. gosh! It's a really fun song. It it didn't yeah. really do much. I think it's high. Was it number forty? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that song. Uh, Come to my window by Melissa Etheridge oh, just yeah. just came on. Just star oh, coming coming out of the charts. Eagles. Get over it by the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> this week's right, uh, Black Coffee by Heavy D and the Boys debuted. Be Happy by Mary J. Blige. <laughs> I See It Now by Tracy Lawrence. CC Penison Hit by Love all popped I up. I forgot about that decade. <laughs> I really did. So, well, there's married. a reason. I was married during that decade. That's why a lot of this. There were a couple <laughs> gems in there. Yeah. Not many. Not many. Wild Night by uh, John, oh, John Mellencamp Cougar. and Michelle yeah. DiGicello yes, was yes. number that was, I was, was obsessed with good. that song. For a long time, uh, Gloria Stefan's like this probably is her last hit. She did a version of "Turn the Beat Around." Uh, I like that. I that like both band, versions. Yeah, that band was a kick-ass band. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, oh like, God. I preferred Sade over over um, Gloria Stefan, but okay. I'm laughing at so many of these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These are what oh, played wow. at my dances. Wait a minute. Hold on. December '63. That that came yeah. out like. Way before that, that came out. That's like was that, it, it was re-released or something. Maybe it was something like maybe that. Maybe yeah, a movie or something. It might have been, but it was yeah, it was oh, it was out during the seventies. Yeah, 
That was their last big single. Yeah, was, was yeah. Uh, December '63. These are the songs that played at my middle school dances. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, so I'm. Uh, that was our podcast for today. Yeah. Uh, RockRageRadio.com. Go download the app. It's free, and you can hear great shows like Hot Licks with Lily Von Six. <laughs> Which is on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern yes. Time till 8 p.m. Eastern Time six, on Rock Rage six, Radio. Six, it's free. Yeah, Go it's get six, the app, six, blah, six. blah, blah, oh. ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, Also, uh, Wolf's Customs. Uh, online. We'll find them on social media so and get a custom artwork on your musical instrument. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.com. Please go there because you can become part of our inner circle group where I'm pu- I've been I've been doing a lot of live videos. I've been doing almost one a day. Almost. almost yeah, I've noticed that. I so, saw that. <clears throat> um so you get to access to all kind of fun stuff like that. And there's all kind of information about past podcasts and our YouTube archives and things like that. So you can check yeah. that out. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.com. Now it's yeah. time for a sneak preview of next Ooh, week's podcast. Oh boy. Talk to me. So next week's podcast, we have met the only other genre of music. The only genre of music that might be hated as much and despised as much and maligned as much as hair metal, Mm -hmm. Southern rock. And so next week we are going to talk about ready. Yeah. Leonard Skinner's second helping. All right. I can dig it. Good. It's a good album. Uh, okay, um, and it contains their highest chart uh, topping uh, their char- their highest charting song, "Sweet Home Alabama." Mm-hmm. It opens the album. I was inspired. I was uh, hiking um, over in Boyce Park on Saturday, and anyways, um, I was listening to just, just kind of chilling out, listening to like let Spotify play whatever, and "Sweet Home Alabama" came on, and I was about to click it off. I was like, oh, I've heard this a million times. I yeah. like "Sweet Home Alabama," and then. I heard the guitar. I'm like, man, that's a good guitar sound. Yeah. And then I just kind of got sucked in. And I'm like, and what people forgot about that song is as these amazing background vocals. Mm-hmm. The bass and drums are like super laid back. But just uh, Kev, I think there's like three guitar solos. In yeah, it. they're all amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. But anyway, so that kind of inspired me for that. Now I do, the uh, the end of the month, the 28th. Um, maybe we will do the thing. Uh, Ten songs you might be surprised that were never right. singles or something. There like you that. go. <clears throat> but the week after Uh-oh. the fall, this the the uh, the album. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> ready. Why does it have to be maniacal? Because it's, it's Ludine. Wait a minute! I need the right sound effect. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's that good. Is not good is good enough. Like oh boy. You ready? I'm yeah. ready. Sting. Okay. Versus. Everyone, no. <laughs> Sting versus Paul McCartney. Uh-huh. Think about it. Wow. Think about it. Okay. I think that Sting yeah. looked at Paul's career and said, I'm doing that. If you look at their career trajectories, mm-hmm. very, very, very similar. Si- similar. Yes, Both yes. in highly influential, massive bands. Mm-hmm. Um both 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 broke broke off. Had solo projects that yep. were like really successful. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. All right. Both res- very respected as as bassists. Yes. So okay. we're gonna have some fun. Sting versus Paul McCartney. Comparing it's when we say versus, we just mean well, like comparing contrast. Yeah, we can't say that 
punch yeah. him in the head. Yeah, and... yeah, like, yeah, that'd be hilarious. I mean, what was it? Was it what was the Cartoon Network show where they would have death, claymation death match? Yeah, death match. Yeah, <laughs> oh, celebrity death match. Celebrity, celebrity death. That's it. Yeah, th- those were great. I think it, it was MTV, wasn't it? We need I think to. Bring, it was. We need to bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> So um, next week, Leonard Skinner, week after Sting versus Paul McCartney. All right, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We'll catch you all on the next Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. And there's no music out, so la, 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 la,